0: Listener exclusive. Hey, Little dreaming about a premiership cup. We love our clubs, but they never win. Two flags in 100 years. The shit, how stiff you think will be inside full. Just when we search. We're here to say that's not the case we'll just go out and wing it We are Two
1: Guys One Cup It is Monday, April the 4th Welcome to Two Guys One Cup An AFL-adjacent <laughs> podcast My name is Will Anderson
0: My name is Charlie Clausen And uh, I'm glad we're back to traditional Two Guys One Cup uh, openings Where you do not check the date The day, it seems like today, the day or the date before you do the introduction. (laughs) Yes, it is Monday, the 4th of April. We've just completed round three of the AFL season. And we Will, so much to talk about, like comebacks and goals after the siren. But let's start with an old Two Guys, One Cup favourite, Kane the Twerp Corns. Uh, So Jack Genovan. To uh, for those who came in late, Jack Genovan, uh Collingwood uh, rookie, he's played. Give list.
1: us yeah, give us the update on Jack Ginovan. What's the Jack Ginovan story? Okay, so like say for example, you are hypothetically talking to a guy who hadn't watched the first three rounds of football. Just hypothetically. Okay. How would you explain Jack Jack Genovan?
0: Well, prior to season twenty twenty two, I doubt anyone outside the football Collingwood football club would know who Jack Ginovan is, and you know. Even that's probably a question mark whether people who are in the Collingwood Football Club know who the guy is. He's played less than 10 games. But after round one, he uh, aroused the ire of Kane Corns because uh, after the Collingwood's unexpected victory over the Saints, Jack Genovan was given the GoPro and he did a lot of kind of like NBA type trash talking. Hey, we made light work of the Saints, blah, blah, blah. And number one, baby, number one, all that kind of stuff. So... Kane had his nose put out a joint a little bit like that. He was like, mm-hmm. mate, you're a rookie, you, you know, try like actually getting a career going before you start talking that shit. Yeah, the Collingwood right? cheer-
1: You know when you can like go with that stuff? You, when you play 500 games, <laughs> yeah. 500 games
0: and you've got 95 Brownlow votes in one season, then you have earned the right <laughs> to behave like that. So then the Collingwood cheer squad sort of fired back in round two with a cheeky little banner saying, you know, mm. Kane's, uh, the yes. fun, Kane the fun police. Then I don't know if this was a deliberate, I'm going to say this was a deliberate move by Jack Ginovan. So uh, against the Cats uh, on Friday night, he's sporting a brand new hairstyle, a peroxide blonde, Idol style haircut. So to me, that's clearly saying, oh, you think I was a bit leery with the GoPro? Check this out, mate. And then the game he pl- I mean, uh, at this speed, by the way, I love Ginovan's game. And if he continues
1: at this speed, he's going to be doing a handstand by round five. <laughs>
0: 100%. So, Jack Ginovan, and, and so the haircut was one thing, but then was also the way he played his game. So, obviously, the Cats versus the Pies was Joel Selwood's record breaking 226 games as captain. And I don't know if it was like a Craig McRae tactic or if Jack just decided to take it upon himself, but he got into Joel all night. And for the first three quarters or you know, two and a half quarters, Joel was having a pretty dirty match. And Jack Genevan was just giving it to him. And at one stage, uh, completely staged for this free kick and got to kick a goal and was like partying like crazy and we all know how that story ended the Cats came back, ended up coming back and winning but let's just take a little listen into what Kane Corns had to say about this incident
1: to go after a player as well respected as Joel yeah. Selwood and to lose in your 8th or ninth game and look he only had 6 touches tonight mm. so clearly he didn't impact the game I just think it's a lot to ask I'd rather see him establish himself first and then bring that extra element into
0: your game so well, what do you make of a Port Adelaide legend, uh, best and fairest yeah. winner, Premiership player? Just obsessed with the antics of a guy who's played With a young man? With a child? A
1: (laughs) 19-year-old? Just obsessed with the behaviour of a 19-year-old teenager? (laughs) What's going on with this old guy who can't stop thinking about this teenager and how annoyed he is? Like, he has gone full Clint Eastwood get off my lawn when it comes to Jack Ginnivan. Like, there is is a bee in Kane's bonnet now and he is not going to let this go. But there is a point where he actually does need to let it go because... Like, if Jack Ginevan's getting in fights with Joss Elwood just to piss off Kane (laughs) Corns. Yeah, this guy's got a death
0: wish. There's a lot of drama going on. He's going to get killed. But it's the classic dynamic. Like, any kind of, like, you know, 1950s comic book, you know, Dennis the Menace or Fatty Finn, it was always some little precocious little shit getting under the nose of, like, Mr. Wilson or or Bart Simpson and Principal Skinner. Like, Kane, I don't know if he realises it, but he's bloody Principal Skinner. He's walking right into Ginevan's trap. And even ginovan has got the Bart Simpson haircut now.
1: Yeah, well, this is it. Like, I think Ginnivan's got to go full Bart Simpson. Yeah. He's got to rock up to the games on a skateboard. That, that's going to send Kane absolutely mad. <laughs> like, he's he, after he kicks a goal, he's got to get out a graffiti can and he's got to go El Jacko. Yeah, like on the goal square, like in the goal square, he just like tags El Jacko. Like he's got to go full Bart Simpson to really blow up Kane's spot.
0: Next time he gets the GoPro after the game, I want him to just like mm. barrel it straight down the barrel and say. Cane Corns, yeah. eat my shorts. And then he can take off his shorts and fling them at the lens of the GoPro. What do you reckon about that? You,
1: I think we go a step further. You know when they had press red for Ed and you got like Eddie's commentary of the game. Finally, I've got a player that I want to hear from, yeah. you know, with the live commentary during the day. I, press I think black this for is Jack. Press black for Jack. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or Peroxide Blonde <laughs> for Jack for Jack Ginevra. <laughs> I mean, he's doing a great job. Like, the Riley Beveridge goes on in this exchange um, to sort of defend Jack Ginevra and say, isn't he just doing what forward-line pests? Like, Hayden Ballantyne made an entire mm. career out of this kind of stuff, just, like, getting under people's noses. And it's amazing that Kane, like, of all the kind of players that have come through who have been forward-line pests, this one guy, and I think it's the... It's it's Kane's like old school. You got to earn your stripes kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. And what the great thing about that is, Jack's not going to back down. I'm 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 Team Ginovan in this fight because I reckon the more he gets, I don't even I don't care if Jack Ginnivan gets delisted at the end of the year. We've got like another what nineteen rounds of Jack Ginovan just eat my shorts, Kane corns.
1: Yeah, I mean I want him to go full like one liners. Like everything should be yeah. about Kane. Like you know this should just be like. Like, I want to see it go back and forth. I want Kane to just get more and more angry about it, like more and more desperate to put this kid in his box and this kid just, like, keeps kicking goals and pissing people off and he's like, always bet on Jack. Like, he's, you know, leaning full into just, like, I'm the action star.
0: Yeah, I reckon. And, well, you're right, because he has that kind of Dolph Lundgren, Ivan Drago look about him now with the blonde hair. So he just goes full. Or even Gary Busey in Lethal Weapon when he was the peroxide Mr. Joshua like just go full 80s villain or cobra kai whatever you want just think 80s peroxide bad guy you got it yeah. you got jack jenevin right there
1: yeah and and i love it and kane corns is your perfect protagonist in this situation because he just is he's the stuffy establishment well he you know he's that he's the boss of the police department who doesn't like the guy who doesn't yeah. play by the rules he's like <laughs> i'm going to have your badge jenevin <laughs>
0: Well, it wasn't a good week uh, for Port, a weekend for Port mm. Adelaide, we should say. So you've got, you know, Cain Corn's f- fighting with a 19-year-old. Mm. And then you've got Port Adelaide uh, losing by kick after the siren. Here's how it went down, Will. The stuff you dream about as a kid. The siren's gone. You've got the footy. Can you win the game for your team? About 49 metres out, Jordan Dawson. 48 metres. Oh, it's... it's oh, that's Just a heartbreaking loss if you're a Port Adelaide supporter. Travis Boak, like less than a minute before that uh, kick, had a chance to win the game and he missed it. They rushed it forward. Unnecessary free kick. And now Port Adelaide are 0-3. If you're Ken Hinckley, do you start looking at the employment pages? I mean... You certainly start saving some money. I'm not saying you're looking for a new job, (laughs) but I'm not.
1: You're also not making any lavish purchases at the moment. I would just be putting a little extra away in case you have a couple of. I mean, the thing about Ken Hinckley is that he would absolutely work in the AFL at a drop of a hat. He's just one of those guys that they would find a role for, whether it be like in coaching again. Like, you know, some club would love to have a Ken Hinckley. If you've got a younger, inexperienced coach and you want to have like a older like ken hinckley i imagine would have like a great energy in that role in that capacity but i could also say ken hinckley like working at the afl for example you know like he's one of those guys that i don't think would be lost to football so i i think that judging ken's job is in trouble there is no doubt about that because it looks like port adelaide are going to have a terrible season and i just i don't even think it's ken's fault i just think it gets to that time where you're just like maybe this is it
0: are you writing them off? Are you writing off Port Adelaide? Do we put this one in the books? Will well, Anderson you know, says Port has no chance.
1: You know that I've always believed in Port Adelaide, right? Like, <laughs> you have always. I've been a Port Adelaide Port believer, Adelaide. and the fact that the last game I saw Port Adelaide play was the prelim against the Bulldogs, I've not seen any games since that,
0: and they looked no good then. And I haven't heard great reports since. But well, the thing I'd say about. After that Bulldogs final, because I went on a few of the different, like, you know, footy forums and stuff just to see what the Port Adelaide fans were saying. And that's when I got this real sense of, like, oh, Port, like, the underlying subtext was, we never really trusted you, Ken, because you're not Port, Port Adelaide through and through. Yeah. You've come from Victoria. You're not actually Port mm. Adelaide. You don't know the history of this club. I mean, they're all loving him when he's getting them into prelims yeah. and shit like that. But the minute it's gone south, and I reckon that now will be the narrative. If they don't win any more games, or if they, you know, they struggle through the rest of the season, it's like we've got to get him out because we made a mistake. We should have gone to Bloody Cane Corns. Well,
1: can, can we start that? Can we start the "Put your money where your mouth is" Cane Corns push? Because if we had Cane Corns as one of the coaches in the AFL, that would add
0: a delicious bit of flavor to the curry melting pot that is the AFL competition. I mean, could you argue the amount of times at least this podcast talks about Cane Corns? Is he the most mm. If he's not the most, one of the most influential media commentators in footy today?
1: Oh, I think you know he's monetized being a twerp. To the, to the like every industry needs a twerp. Like yeah. where, if it's climate change, you need your climate change twerp. Or if it's like racism, you need your racism twerp. Like mm-hmm. the project has Steve Price. Like yeah. you know he's the hanging like judge. Joe Hildebrand on Simons. Studio Ten. You always need your twerp. Like you know you, you you're not really. A complete team without your twerp. And in the football world, we've been missing, like, a twerp who is happy to be a twerp. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people who, in the AFL industry, who people think are twerps. Mm. But the thing about Kane is the
0: Kane knows he's a twerp.
1: Does he And he know? knows the money is in being a
0: twerp. Does he? Yes. I wonder. Because, yeah, I, I I used to think like that. I used to think I, it's like the wrestling. He's just a heel. He's just adopted this kind of, I'm a contrarian whatever's good is bad, yeah. whatever's up is down, I'm just going to be a contrarian. It's made
1: him super famous. Yeah, It's made him probably one of the highest paid people in the Australian media. But it must
0: be exhausting to kind of constantly do the mental gymnastics in order to come up with your opinions <laughs> you Kane Corns, because you've basically oh, got the, to reverse. It's the
1: easiest. It's it's harder the other way around. You just tell me some some prevailing wisdom
0: in the AFL and I'll be Kane Corns and I'm, show you how easy it is. Max King's one of the most exciting forwards on the scene.
1: Not even the best King brother,
0: as far as I'm concerned.
1: Like, you know, he's clearly got dodgy legs, Like, and he's playing at St Kilda. They'll never get the ball to him in the first place. I mean, they can't get Daniel, Daniel Hannibal on the field. What are they going to do when Max King does his leg? Uh, Honestly, uh, St Kilda's a mess. Shut him down. Can I give you another
0: one? Um, uh, Marcus yeah. Bontempelli will win a Brownlow.
1: I don't think he ever will. This is the problem with Bontempelli, is that. You know, he's one of those players who promises that he's going to be the best player in the competition, but he's never actually been the best player in the competition. He had an opportunity to grasp that last year, to win that grand final for the Bulldogs. And then there was a better player on that field that day, Christian Petrarca. And if Pelly can't turn himself into a Petrarca, then the Bulldogs can
0: never win a premiership and he can't win a Brownlow. Christian Petrarca is the best player going around.
1: Christian Petrarca wasn't even the best player on the field for Melbourne last week. I'm not <laughs> sure he's even the best player In the (laughs) Melbourne team. I've got to be honest with you. Like, I mean, you're talking about, like, Oliver is the one getting the grunt work done. And Petrarca sometimes believes Petrarca's... You know, press. If he wants to be a hall of famer, he can't already be measuring up his spot in the hall of fame. He's got to put it together season after season, like the people who are in that hall. One good summer does not make
0: a hall of famer, Christian Petrarca. No, thank you. This is a new segment starting today on the show. It's called Will Goes Whack, and it's just we're gonna uh, we're gonna find the the the, the happiest, the most feel good AFL story of the week. And I'm going to offer it up to you, and Will goes whack. All right, I'll give you one cane more. corn style. Cane corn style. I more. go insane in the cane. Yeah, yep. yeah. One more. Uh, there'll never be another player like Buddy Franklin.
1: There'll never be another player like Buddy Franklin. Somebody who was overpaid for 10 years and didn't deliver <laughs> his team a premiership. I guess there'll be disappointments in the future, but there'll never <laughs> be one as big as Buddy. I mean, he got in the social pages, got himself a celebrity girlfriend, but maybe he could have got Sydney a premiership on the field.
0: How about that? Wow. Wow, that's really impressive. I love it. It's the easiest job in the
1: world. Yeah, you've really proven that. so
0: easy. Will Goes Whack, a new weekly segment on Two Guys, One Cup. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about the Bulldogs for a second. I watched a bit of that game. Did you see
1: any of it? No, I have not seen a second of football still, but I heard that the the vibe that I got, uh, the whispers from the West that I got from the West of Melbourne, uh, were that we got a favourable run with the umpires, but that realistically, if we yes. kick straight, we should have won it by 50 points.
0: You got such a favorable run with the umpires. I met a complete stranger the following night. I was just at the pub and I was watching a bit of AFL and TV on TV. I was just sort of a killing time. And this uh, couple of young guys um, sat down next to me and they uh, just started chatting to me. And one of them said, who do you go for? And I said, the Saints, who do you go for? And they said, the Swans. And mm. unprompted, they went into a five-minute tirade. About how the bulldogs are a protected species since 2016, yeah. they've done nothing what, to earn like their reputation. That's what that
1: the like. That is deep in swan's mythology about the bulldogs. I think there is a general. Yeah, I, really. I think there's a general sense that the bulldogs get a good run with the umpires. I, I really honestly believe it's the style of football they play rather than that the umpires are looking after the bulldogs.
0: And also, your team is comprised of, like, 18 midfielders. Well, that's right. That, like, that's what I, I mean. We know how feel about that, midfielders. That high
1: possession, like, game lends itself to, you know, people dishing out free kicks. So I don't think that they get, like... But for Sydney, like, the Bulldogs got the, the best of the bounce in the grand final, and there have been a couple of games where it's really felt like... I think part of it is, honestly, that their style, when they match up against our style leads to free kicks like it's literally just the clash of the way the two teams play games but but the truth of it is that i can if you're a swans fan there's enough evidence that in swans and bulldogs games the bulldogs get like a good run with the umpires but the other thing i heard about this game was if the bulldogs had converted and kicked straight then they would have won by heaps regardless
0: well the other thing that made me realize is like in punditry we all go bananas Early. We all fucking, we all, you know, we just sell the farm. Go the full cane courts. Yeah, we go go the full cane courts, And it's like the Swans are going to win the premiership. The Bulldogs are in trouble. And then you're just like, oh no. Like all it takes in this competition is for you to be 5% off your game. Obviously, there's a huge letdown for the Swans after Buddy's 1,000. And they just looked a bit flat. And the Bulldogs obviously Mm. needed to win one. And so they're a bit up. And it was like similar in the Carlton Hawthorne game. Where you know Carlton played one really good quarter of football and then just kind of sat back for uh, three quarters and let Hawthorne creep all the way back in. Richmond were twenty-five points up in the third quarter. They looked all over St Kilda and then the Saints overran them. And I'm like, oh man! I every time a new season rolls around, I forget that no one knows fucking anything. We all pretend no. like we know. We all pretend that we no, understand. From we don't.
1: To this is why this is the podcast you should be listening to because we're the only people in the football media who do not pretend that we know what we're talking about. Everybody else pretends what they know what they're talking about. Most of them absolutely don't know what they're talking about. Like there are Mm. some people who have a greater insight, obviously, but most of them don't know what they are talking about.
0: And I absolutely am one of those people. I I was so uh, uh, not looking forward to Saints playing Richmond. They've thrashed us numerous times in the last five years, and especially during a Maddies match, which is a, a game we traditionally embarrass ourselves in. And I had a complete, like, you St. Killing Me moment. So in the first half, it was pretty even. It was a real shootout. And I'm like, oh, man, like if, if we're going to play like this against Richmond, who pioneered that chaos ball, rush it forward, surge footy, we're going to get killed. And they had a player playing for them, Matt Parker, who played for us for two years, and we delisted him. In the first half, he was everywhere, popped up and kicked three goals. <laughs> like, he's exactly the kind of player we need right now. Just like that kind of, you know, mercurial, electric sort of half forward who's fast and can take a big grab. And he was like everywhere and he's killing us. And I was like, oh my God, you're still killing me. And that magical phrase, like some kind of incantation, turned the game around. I even texted a friend of mine, Nick, who hosts the Unplugged podcast, the St. Kilda podcast, and was like, mate, like, this is so St. Kilda that. A you know, play we delisted last year is now playing for the Tigers and is absolutely killing us. Yes, and killing me, boom, the turnaround started. So we need to maintain whatever this yes. alchemy that we're, they're, they're brewing up. This, this is what we need. And, and I've had a bunch of people, uh, you know, writing in and requesting, oh, can you say this about Port Adelaide? Can you say this about Essence? No. No.
1: No, no. This is the year of yeah. Yes, and killing me. Yeah, I agree with you. This is the theme of the year. And I, I think we're starting to feel what it is. And I think that you identified it early, but we're seeing it play out now, which is those glimpses of either greatness or heartbreak, right? They're St. Kilda moments. Like Mm. if Richmond was like, you know, finishing ninth or if, you know, Melbourne was being disappointing, then I think when it comes to St. Kilda, it is that you can see both like the worst of circumstances, you delist somebody who gets three goals against you and the best of circumstances, which is Max King plays a quarter where he, looks like the best player in the AFL.
0: It's like being in a relationship with someone who you just don't know what kind of mood they're going to be in when they get home. Like it might be a hug, it might be a slap and you just don't know. Yeah. And so you always on tenderhooks and you never go, mm. any social situation. It sounds really toxic. <laughs> it's really toxic. <laughs> any social situation, like you've been invited to this big Maddie's match do and you're like, oh God, please don't embarrass me in front of all these. And they do. Oh, please. They just drop tonight. their pants and they drop a big juice right yeah. on the table. <laughs> It's like this is for charity. <laughs> Please don't embarrass me. Uh, but they got the win, and Saints fans are over the moon. Let's 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 watch Houston killing me uh, against the Hawks next week. Um, Patrick Cripps. Oh, it kills me to say it, but he's going to win the Brownlow, and he's the best footballer going around at the moment. Like he is. I just you forget two years of a player being injured. Carry, well, you know, broken back, carrying his team, carrying an injury, and then you're like. Oh, man, this dude is awesome. And Charlie Kernow as well. This is the other thing that's really upsetting me. Charlie Kernow, who we all forgot about. It's like oh, he's had like 400 knee reconstructions. Yeah. He Didn't he like do his back playing basketball or something? You're like, he's injury prone, he's never getting back. He's not only back, but he's back and playing just as good as he was, you know, four years ago when he had his last full season. And he's only 25. I was like, well... Don't have to worry about Charlie Kearney. He must yeah. be like 30. <laughs> no, he's only 25. He's got heaps of good footy ahead of him.
1: Yeah, they've had a lot of good cars in the shop. Yeah. You know, like, That's they've true. got a lot of really quality automobiles that just have like been tinkered on for a little while and they just need to get them all going at the same time and they're going to be brutal.
0: Yeah, that's right. They were all taking the Teague train for a while, but now Michael Voss, they got the mechanic. Michael Voss is in there. He's just tuned them all up. (laughs) That's why they were taking the Teague train because all (laughs) the the cars were in the the shop. shop. They needed to take the train. Now, Will, uh, I thought we could um, get to know some AFL players that we may not be familiar with. I mean, look, let's be honest. Apart from the Bulldogs Great. and the Saints list, we don't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, the AFL released a video last week, which are um, the a- how to say the AFL's trickiest names. So I thought we could play a little oh, game. Boy. where We bring up each player because they've got a caption and we try and we have a crack at yes. pronouncing it. And then the player themselves okay. can tell us how to pronounce the name. What do you reckon?
1: Oh, so we'll actually hear them say the name? Yeah,
0: so yeah. So we'll, so uh, podcast okay. Mike is going to play the video for us. And so we'll get the name okay. on each player and we'll have a go and then he'll play it for us and, and, and we'll find out what the name is. All right, Will. So first up in this video is an Adelaide player. Um, I'm going to say it's Harry Schoenberg. What are you going to say? Yeah, Harry Schoenberg. I would go with Harry Schoenberg as well. G'day, my name's Harry Schoenberg. Um, sometimes people mispronounce my name. Um, the correct way to say it is Schoenberg. Ah, Schoenberg. Harry Schoenberg. Schoenberg. Well, they don't bloody. Well, we've
1: pronounced all the, like, Schoen, whereas, like, Schoen. It's Schoenberg. probably
0: Harry Schoenberg. 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 Okay. Ah, oh, now this one I know. This next player is okay. Geelong Ruckman, Asava Radagalia. Asava Radagalia. Lock it in. The last name is pronounced Radagalia.
1: I mean, he does say it a little bit more fancy. It's a little bit more fancy than how we <laughs> said it,
0: but I think in general. But he wouldn't get you... offended. If if we were his teacher in high school, I don't think he would ha- he would correct us. You, I no, in fact, I think that. it would have been right? racially insensitive
1: for us to do the voice. I feel like if we tried to do that okay. accent, yeah. we would not have pulled that off. <laughs>
0: okay, all oh. right. Uh, this next player, who does he play for? Um, uh, all right, for, I'm going to say. Does he
1: play for Hawthorn?
0: Oh, this is CJ. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Ch- Uh uh, Jass, I reckon his last name is.
1: Uh, Chenguth oh. Cengos, Cengos Jass,
0: Jass. The correct pronunciation is Cengos Jass. Well, I'm sorry, my screen's too small. I didn't see there wasn't an I <laughs> on the end. His name, this is why all the commentators call him CJ. <laughs> Oh, bloody well, so well! You got it almost exactly right. That's uh, yeah, all right. One point to you. <laughs> if we've started scoring, ah, oh, this should be easy. This is now this guy. I don't know who he plays for, but he's as Irish as the day is long. And I'm a McSweeney on my mother's side, so I should get this. Garrett, Garrett McDonough.
1: Yeah, I mean that is not how it is spelled, but that is how it is pronounced. I imagine. I
0: tend to get
1: uh, Gareth
0: or McDonough but the right pronunciation is Garrett McDonough. Uh, to be sure, to be sure, to be sure. Ah, yes. All right. We both get a point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I'm Swedish. Uh, okay, this is a uh, Carlton defender. Tom De Conning. No, De Conig. No, De Koning. Tom De Koning, De Koning as in to smoke cones.
1: Um, I'm going to say Tom De Tom De Conning. I'm going to go with De Conning rather than De Conning. My name's definitely not pronounced Tom De Conning. Um, it's from Dutch heritage and, yeah, it's definitely De Conning. It's
0: De Conning. Yeah. He's I a De Okay. <laughs> he loves right. the Conning. Okay. Uh, Port Adelaide player um, Dante Visitini. Dante Visitini. I'm going to say it, the S is a Z. Dante Vizzettini. I'm going to say it like this. Dante
1: Visentini Some people seem to have a bit of a tough time with my first and last name. So, it's pronounced Dante Visentini.
0: Dante Visentini. Oh, there's an n in there. I think half the problem is not my pronunciation, it's my eyesight because I'm missing <laughs> letters out of these players' names. Like okay, Visentini. Okay. All right, all right. This is a tricky one. Yep. Okay, so his name is uh, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a he's a giant. The surname is spelled W E H R. I'm going to say Jacob, Jacob Wear, as in to wear clothes. I am also going to say Jacob Wear. I believe he's a wear.
1: The correct way to pronounce my last name
0: is Wear, not Were, not we're, we're, Yes. I feel good when we get the really Anglo names. It just shows yeah, I mean how, how entrenched in how can we Australia possibly we pronounce
1: this amazingly difficult name Jacob Ware. The way that it's spelled, mostly? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Christian Petrarca. Okay. The next so one Christian is Christian Petraka. Petrarca. Not 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 Petraca, Petrarca, Uh It's not Petraka, It's Petrarca.
1: So, uh, for the commentators listening, pay attention. Not Akadaka, Akadaka.
0: Yeah, he's possibly the most... Fun. Okay. Okay, now this should... Now, this is... I, I doubt the surname is in dispute. Cockatoo. It's a bloody Australian bird. We all know that. It's the first name, which I'm going to say is Nakaya. I'm going to say Nakaya Cockatoo, yes. It's Nakaya, so if you can um, remember that, that'll be awesome. Yes. And let me just add... Pretty like, easy. My surname is Clausen, is, is but we anglicise it to Clausen, and yes. people are constantly mm. getting my name wrong. And I take great offence. In fact, <laughs> next time BT's commentating, <laughs> you better get it right. <laughs> All right, okay, so uh, Carlton Rookie... It's got to be Dominic. I mean, I think the first part's easier, right? Dominic. Yeah, Dominic. And then the last name is spelled A-K-U-E-I. So I'm going to say Quay? Dominic Aquay.
1: Oh, yeah, that probably... I I was going to go with the more Australian Dominic (laughs) Aquay. As in the insurance company. Chuck it on a kiwi <laughs> No, like as in like in a car, you chuck a yui. Oh, I chuck a, like a yui. A kui. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hi, my name's Dominic. Um, some people say kui, and yeah, my family is South Sydney's heritage. Oh, it's a kui. Ah, oh, no, we're both wrong. We're both it's wrong. <laughs> no, you said a kui, as in to chuck a U-turn. He said a kui, as in kui. Yeah, okay, good point. But I was closer. Do (laughs) I get half the
1: point for being closer?
0: (laughs) Okay, all right. This is tricky. So one of these letters has to be silent, I imagine. Um, uh, um, What team? Is this a a docker? He's wearing purple, so I'm assuming he's a docker. Uh, His surname is spelled T-S-A-P-A-T-O-L-I-S. Paul. I'm going to say Paul. Paul. Mm, You go first. (laughs) Paul. Paul.
1: Paul. Paul. Tep-a-to... Paul. Paul. Tep-a-tolas. Tep-a-tolas. Gonna say Paul, tep-a-tolas. Paul. Paul. Tep-a-tolas. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Hey, it's Paul. 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 Paul.
0: Tepatolis! Did he say Tapatolis? Isn't that what I said? <laughs> tapitalis. tapitalis. Oh, damn it. I knew one of the T or the S was going to be silent. <laughs> sure it wasn't my guess? <laughs> I was so close. You were nowhere near it. <laughs> Mate, you missed, like, Levi Casbolt lining oh. up a goal. Oh, boy. All right, let's let, – like, so we're coming back to an Adelaide Crow. This is Jake, mm. S-O-L-I-G-O. So this, this – I mean, when it looks relatively easy, I'm, I think this must be a trick. I mean, I'd say Saligo. That would be my... That's my go-to. But I feel like maybe that's too... I'm going to go with Saligo. Okay. Jake Saligo. Hi,
1: I'm Jake Saligo. Some people mix it up and say Saligo or Saligio. It's actually um, just Saligo.
0: Oh, no! I would love it if you said some people, especially Will Anderson.
1: Yeah, like literally, like I, I said it and then he's like, some people say it like this, idiots, <laughs> yeah. stupid idiots say it like this.
0: Okay, uh, all right, so um, now we've got uh, Docker Jai and it's either Amos or Amos. I'm going to say Jai Amos. Well,
1: it could be a miss, like something is a miss. Yeah. Jai Amos. Uh, it's Jai Amos. My um, uh. last
0: name can be pronounced as Amos, um, but yeah, it's Jai Amos. Jai Amos. Uh, we both got it right. But
1: he did say it can be pronounced as a miss, right? And that's yeah, literally he, yeah. what he said in that video. It, <laughs> it can be he... pronounced like that, and I pronounce it like that.
0: Uh, we don't need to... Uh, th- we know Tuke Miller. Tuke Miller, greatest arms in the Tuke AFL. Miller. Currently the, the best bloody guns going around. Gun, best guns at the Suns. Uh, we know this as well. Nick Vloston. I think that's, that's not up for debate, Nick is Vlosten. it Nick Vlosten? I think um, that is what it is. Uh, Adam Adam Chera, Chera I believe. That's easy, isn't it, Adam Chera? They put some easy ones in yep, the La and we can security. Some of security. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Adam Chera. Um, uh, right. Okay, now this is tricky because it's because people say Caniglio, but I believe the G is silent. I believe it is Stephen Caniglio. Caniglio. Stephen Caniglio. Hi guys, the correct way to pronounce my name is Stephen Caniglio, not Caniglio. Uh, it's a silent G. That's right, but people call him Cogs. How did his? How did he get the nickname? Cogs when there's like there's no c o g in there at all, the, the o and the g are so far from each other in his surname. I mean, it's confusing,
1: like <laughs> when your name is already hard to pronounce, you've made it more confusing with people using it hard. G, that's all I would say. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, Jake Colajasny, um, yeah, Colajasny. We've we've talked about him in previous episodes last year, so we can skip through that one. Um, all right, we've got three here. Ah, oh, now this, uh, one of my favorite players. From Essendon. Matt Guelfi, Jaden Laverde, and oh, they've got an Irish player. Well, his surname's McBride, but his first name will be... Could it be Sean? Oh. Well, I'm thinking of Kieran. It can be spelt C-I-A-R. So I'm thinking, would it be Kian McBride? It might be. Now, is he Laverde or Laverde? Oh, that's a good question. I th- I'm think i going to go with Laverde. I'm going to go with Laverde. Hi, my name's Matt Guelphie, not Matt Giffey. Hi guys, my name's Jaden Laverde, got plenty of Laverde's going around. Oh. Hi. my name's Kian McCoy, not Kian or Kian. Okay, Kean. Ah, uh, you're right, Will. Leverdi. but not Laverde, Laverde and Kean. Well, you know, we got, you got one, I got okay. one. We'll call it a draw. <laughs> Bailey, Fritch. <laughs> Bailey Fritch, fuck him. Bailey Fritsch, we that know guy. that. That's fuck easy. that guy to hell. <laughs> uh, Mark Blitzavs. Yep, Blitzavs. We did a pocket profile on him last year. Is um, he Jack Bowes? Jack oh, Bowes seems like Jack. Jack Bowes. Is he Bowes or Bowes? I'm going to say Jack. Oh, Bowes. I think I, I'll go. Yeah, I think I think Jack Bowes. Yeah, I'm going to let's go with Bowes. I'm going to go with Bowes then. Hey everyone, it's Jack Bowes here from the Gold Coast oh, oh, I Just want to let everyone know my name is definitely not Jack Bowes. It's it's Jack Bowes. <laughs> ah. A lot of these guys play for the Gold Coast yeah. Suns. It's like, is that part of the recruitment policy? Uh, this looks easy. Alex Murkov. I'd imagine that's Carlton. what it is. Hey there. My name's Alex Murkov. Uh, my heritage
1: is Serbian, and uh, my last name is definitely pronounced Murkov. Mm. Yep. All right. Yep. Easy. I don't even know. Alex Murkov shouldn't be in this list at all. That is like, uh, how else would you even pronounce Alex Murkov?
0: <laughs> Jacob Kazicki, that only works because there has been a famous Kazicki. Originally, otherwise, I'd be sitting here going, Cos, Cos, Chit, Cos, Chits, K. <laughs> uh, Shay Bolton, not
1: shy. Oh, is it Shay, not shy, or shy not Shay? No, it's Shay, not shy, oh,
0: isn't it? It's Shay. I'm pretty sure it's Shay Bolton. It's yeah. Shay Bolton, not shy Bolton. <laughs> I, he literally said, <laughs> he answered you directly, Will. It's not shy. <laughs> Specifically, you, Will Anderson. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, another giant, Leek Alea. I'm just going to say, I know it's spelled different to Alea but I'm going to say Leek Alea.
1: I believe, I can't see what else, how else I would pronounce Leek Alea. The correct
0: way to pronounce my name is Leek Alea, not Leek Alea. Oh, oh, it's Leek Alea. Leek Alea. Come on, mate, you got two E's. That
1: threw me for six. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop down. I'm making a quiche. I've got to pop down to Woolies and grab a couple of Lex. No, thank you. Where have you, where have you been? Well, I've been waiting all day. Uh, I've been looking up some articles on WikiLex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, this is easy. Cassia Pickett. Yes. Mitch Georgi- Georgiades. Mitch Georgiades. Is it Art- Georgiades or Georgiades? Georgiades, oh. I think. Georgiades, I'd say. Okay, guys, it's Mitch
1: Georgiades. It's not that hard to say. It's not that hard to spell. It's M-I-T-C-H, Mitch.
0: Ah, yeah. good one, Mitch. Good one, Mitch. Bit of comedy from the old uh, Mitch. Look Mitch at this. They, need a, of, been they great. need a bit
1: of levity around Port Adelaide at the moment. I'm glad they got Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Just to bring a little bit of Robin Williams uh, energy
0: to the room. Uh, and then I think the last one, we know this guy, Sam Menegola. That's yep. easy. All right. All right. So there we go. Some of the hardest names to pronounce in the AFL. Um, I feel like I learnt a bit, which is uh, if you have two E's next to each other, it is not pronounced E, it's pronounced E. It's lek. <laughs> I'll keep that in le-colier. mind. Le-colier. I like
1: that though. It, it does roll off the tongue, <laughs> leckalier. It feels like I don't know what it it feels like something. It feels like what do you do for a living? I'm a leckalia. Like I don't know what it is, but it, yeah, leckalier.
0: Yeah, it does. It sounds like an occupation. Like, I'm a leckalier. It's like a, some kind of like specialist engineer. Yeah. What do you do on the yeah. Lekkeleer? Oh, oh. Right. oh, amazing. <laughs> you work on Concords or something. Do they still make Concords? <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? Just one
1: guy, just one Lekkeleer. One lonely Lekkeleer well. just working on a Concorde in his garage on the weekends. <laughs> Doesn't even play for the Bombers, it plays for the Giants.
0: Well, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the Pocket Profile Pocket. Pocket Profile Pocket. Now, huge breakthrough. Um, I've been struggling uh, to find profiles and getting uh, listeners to send in submissions. And then I found out the other day that <laughs> the footy record is uh, got bought by SEN and they publish yeah. it on their website each week. So it was like, I, I felt like I discovered the Ark of the Covenant. Because like, I went to the SEN website and I clicked on the AFL record and it's like, oh no, like I've got a buy and so I emailed the dude at SCN and said hey man I just want to get a digital um, subscription and he was like yeah sure you know that's no problem but you know we do publish them for free on the website the day after the you know the, the day after the round and I'm like what do you mean he's like yeah yeah we've got an entire archive like you know since we bought the AFL record you know four years ago whatever it is and so he sent me the link and it was like, oh, like, because I didn't realize this, uh, but every... He's on the other on end of the phone too, just going, I have just made
1: some dude's today, <laughs> Like, with some pretty basic information that like, no one's ever this
0: excited to hear. No, the thing that, because we were emailing back and forth, because I was like, uh, hey man, you know, where can I get a digital copy? He's like, you can go here. And I said, oh, I went to there, I couldn't find a copy. He's like, well, it comes out the day after. And I said, the most important thing is, do the online copies have the player profiles? in them? And it's like, yes. But what he didn't tell me is, I didn't know this because it's been so long since I've looked at an actual footy record, is that when they do the preview for each game in, in the week's footy record, they do a player profile for each of the teams that is playing. So like there is... You know, like uh, 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 18, 18 player profiles a week. So we have so many player profiles. It's like we're drowning in player profiles. I actually had to do like a quality check. I went through this round's player profiles and was like, oh, oh that's, well, a, this is amazing. that's a dumb answer. That's a good answer. Oh, that's interesting. So the player I decided to choose this week. Uh, is related to a theme of the year I mean,
1: what I love is you've you've given like this huge run-up to the fact that you now have this unlimited resource <laughs> when it comes to pocket profile so I am so fascinated to
0: see <clears throat> out of all those choices who have you who you've chosen for today well this choice is really based around one answer that he gave that made me laugh um, Carl Barron <laughs> and <I> thematically <laughs> links to <laughs> um, it links to uh, Two Guys, One Cup, because this is another classic example of you killing me. So are you okay. familiar with Jake Bowie, Melbourne defender Jake Bowie? He's probably going to win the Rising Star this year. He's a premiership player. He's played less than 30 games, but he's a premiership player. He's probably going to win the Rising Star. He's been best on ground pretty much every game in the first three rounds or one of the best on grounds. He's also the son of St. Kilda Rover Brett Bowie, who played 88 games for St. Kilda? If he'd played 12 more, Jake Bowie would have fallen through the draft to us as a father-son, but he didn't, and now he's the Demons, and he has a premiership medallion, and he's going to win their Rising Star. We have not had a father-son, I don't think, ever. Oh, no, Bailey Rice. We had Dean Rice's son, who's now no longer at the club. Jake Bowie, <laughs> 12 games off a father-son selection. Like, not even... Half, oh, Just half a season. Half a season back when it was a 24-round a twenty four round competition would have got him to the Saints. And Jake Bowie was one of my favourite players in the late 80s as well. I got his autograph. He came down to the East Brighton Vampires and did an kick clinic. you is killing me. I think this
1: is one of those things where players should start using this in negotiations. They should be like, you know, I know you don't think I've got another season left in me, but I qualify in 12 games for Father the Son. And... You've seen my kids around training. They're naturals. Like their hand-eye coordination. Do you really want to miss out on the opportunity to have first go at these kids? And I promise you, if you give me another 12 games, I'm going to King Richard them. <laughs> I am going to train them like Richard Williams until they are superstars. That's what I'm absolutely going to do. To extend
0: my career. <laughs> all right. So you don't know anything about Jake Bowe. Do you know? Can you, can you remember his father no. at all? Do you remember? Do you know anything about his father? His father was a very diminutive, no. like classic old school rover. was very short, very stocky. Mm. Could only really play on ball because he was too small to play anywhere else. Jake doesn't really look anything like his dad. He's a he's a redhead. Um, he's a bit lankier than his dad. Very quick, um, very skillful. So let's get into it.
1: Feels like a feels like a real Prince Harry situation that yeah. you're describing to
0: me right there. doesn't look anything like his dad. He's <laughs> got a like different it, color. Like yeah. him. Like, <laughs> he'll probably go on to play 200 games with the demons. <clears throat> okay, so Jake Bowie. What is his favorite non-AFL sporting team? Um, I don't even know. Hang on, I better look this up because I don't even know <laughs> where okay. these guys are. You don't even know what sport it is? No, no I, I, would, I was going to say NBA, but I think it might be... Mm. Uh-huh. NFL, uh, wait, no. like it might be an NFL team, an NBA team. Oh no, they no they uh, are an, No, they are an NBA team. team. I've just never heard of them. They must be a new new team. Okay, um, okay. So they're an NBA team. They're off Broadway. They're not one of the big big ones. Um, how well do you know your NBA teams? Do you know all of them? Oh. I mean, like,
1: like, previously I've known them, but I don't, like, I mean, give me a bit more of a clue.
0: Okay. Well, I'll give you one of the letters in their name. Oh, one of the, one of the okay. words, sorry, is city.
1: Um, uh, city. So is it um, OKC? <laughs> is it Oklahoma City? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: They had a great deal of success a while ago, so it, it, you could understand why. Okay like a young kid from Australia might be like interested in them.
0: It's not that weird. Yeah. Really? Okay. I just thought I've never heard of them. I've never seen a t-shirt of theirs or a hat of theirs or anything like that. They're not one of the big franchises though, are they?
1: I've done a gig in Oklahoma city and it was a very good gig, but I had no desire after being in Oklahoma city for one night to ever go back to Oklahoma
0: city. (laughs) Okay. Is Jake Bowie the kind of guy to go to AFL games when the demons aren't Mm. playing?
1: Interesting. Interesting. His dad was an AFL footballer. So you'd imagine that they love AFL in their family. So he strikes me as maybe he would go and see a game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I recently uh, did a listener podcast, uh, uh, the scorecard, the Saturday scorecard with Liam Flanagan, who's a listener, Uh, listens to this show.
1: Yeah, Liam Flanagan. Yeah.
0: And uh, he was saying that he quite enjoys the pocket profile and he particularly likes the way you deduce and get to your answers. And I can't remember which player we were talking about. I think it was a, a GWS player or maybe a Gold Coast player a couple of weeks ago. And the question was, do you watch AFL games when you're not playing? And you did this like Sherlock thing where you're we like, well, he's in a city where AFL isn't the dominant sport. And he was really super impressed at the way you arrived <laughs> at that. And I was like, yeah, that was impressive deduction by Will. And so did you use like the reverse of that to arrive at your answer that yes. Uh, uh, Jake Bowie goes to football games.
1: Uh, I guess I was like, football family feels like they love football. He doesn't feel like he's one of those guys who's like sick of football. It feels like he's gone into his dad's pr- profession. Like it's been a part of their life the it's whole the time. He probably just enjoys football in general. Yeah.
0: Okay. Should be should the centre bounce be retained? What do you think about Jake? Mm. Yeah, I think Jake is going to say yes oh you don't know jake as well as you think you do he says no do away with the center bounce i'm surprised by that i agree with you he's like second generation you think he's a bit he loves footy you think he'd also love footy traditions but maybe he's really here to shake things up well he he sees things differently Uh,
1: you know what i did i didn't think about also is that his dad you said was like diminutive right played as a rover like, probably hated when the ball went way up in the air. Yeah. That's like as far away from his dad as the ball could possibly be. You're like, get that shit down to the ground as quickly as possible.
0: Well, keep that thought in your head as I as I get to the next question. What is his non-football wish for 2022? So, in the same realm of the thing you were just joking about, what what, did, what does he want to happen in 2022?
1: Um, that he wants to grow. That he wants to grow a couple of inches or something like
0: he wants to grow three inches. Now he doesn't say where he wants to grow the three inches, so we'll just look at <laughs>
1: yeah on my dick. <laughs> <big. laughs> hey mate, I'm, I'm doing these exercises at home. I got this machine off the internet, and I'm really I'm just sick doing of being Jake
0: Bowie. I want to be known as Jake Showy, <laughs> Jake Jake Growy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, What's been? What's been?
1: Simon Goodwin's like. Jake Bowie's really like bogged up over the summer,
0: (laughs) in his pants. Um, Okay. What's his scariest non-football moment?
1: um, All right. Scariest non-football moment. Is it like a? It's a. I think that's a
0: genuinely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fairly generic. uh, It's a very generic answer um, that I'd say most people you know, uh, have encountered this. Most adults, people Is over 18 have probably encountered this, have had a hairy oh, moment. Pe- people over... Well 18, yeah, people like, um, yeah, it's not it's not something that really happens okay, to kids. So, it's more people
1: Okay, so it's it's either alcohol related or driving related. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I would suggest
0: Liam Flanagan so, will just be enraptured um, listening to Sherlock <laughs> Anderson bloody it's amazing. I mean even I'm impressed, girl. Like you've gotten better at this. I don't know how long we've been doing the pocket profile pocket, but I'm loving I'm loving where you're going. Continue. <laughs> okay
1: so um you said most adults now that could be like a weird clue because like in some states of australia you don't have to be an adult to get your driver's license so i'm gonna go with alcohol just because like it feels like a more adult experience so oh Mm. actually you know what yeah oh actually i've just got a feeling that i'm going down the wrong (laughs) way so i'm just gonna flip it this isn't based on deduction Liam Flanagan I'm literally just like I've just got a hunch to go the other direction it's some sort of he was in a car accident or like some sort of driving experience
0: near misses on the road and I'm I'm curious as it's plural yeah. it's not a near miss on the road near misses like this happens continually like maybe, I'm a
1: terrible driver or maybe <laughs> I'm constantly checking the size of my dick
0: to see if the machine that I've got off the internet is working well you know Will objects in the rearview mirror may appear bigger than they are <laughs> so maybe that's what Jake's been doing uh, and that's why he keeps
1: looking at it in the rearview mirror <laughs> Max Gorn can't say anything because he used to smoke on the <laughs> way to training everyone's got their rituals <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay who rules the roost in your household so this is really a question about do you think he has housemates okay. or do you think he has he lives with mum and dad and, and if so who rules the roost
1: okay so how old is he do you reckon he's young like barely 20 i reckon i reckon he there's a possibility he still lives at home like you know, again football family just going back to that sort of theory that he might still live with mum and dad, and he's still in which in, case he's mum still, would he's,
0: rule. He's still in Victoria. Like It's not like he's, he's being yeah. billeted out somewhere. Yeah. So what I would say is mum rules the rules. Correct. All right. I think that, all right. So that's uh, that's the first quarter and you've done real well. I reckon you've had some good touches. Okay. You've got a feel for the game. Let's get into the second quarter. Who was your favourite or most influential junior coach? This guy played a lot of AFL games, was known as a pest oh. Um. I think is probably one of the highest goal scorers in that position ever. Stephen Milne? Stephen Tiprat Milne was his most influential junior coach. And that's another is killing me moment. Like his dad played 88 games. He was coached yeah. by an ex-St. Kilda great. And we still couldn't get him to the club. Why isn't, why isn't Milne bloody having a word to the club and saying, hey, get this kid down. He's going to win a rising star. I don't know where he went in the draft. Hey, Podcast Mike, could you look where Jake Bowie was selected in the, the national draft? Because if he slipped, I'll be furious. <laughs> and I'll be so mad. <laughs> because we had, you know, like he's that played for us and we had an ex-Saint coaching him. If he slipped and no one said, hey, Saints, take a look at the show I'm not a grower. <laughs> then I'll be spewing. <laughs> the Jake Jake Showy. Okay, um, so he went to Ozkick at Hyatt Football Club. So he's a real Bayside kid too. Like the Saints mm. should have been all over this. Okay, um, uh, Mike, you an answer for us? Uh, Mike. Yeah, pick twenty-one. I mean, that sounds like well, every clubs had a, had a had a crack by then. So, I mean, that's first round, isn't it? Will mm. pick twenty-one with father sons and yeah, probably first round. So would yeah. all right, fair enough. I'm not going to blame the Saints. You know, maybe we took Max King instead of Jake Bowie. I don't know. Um, okay. What was the common theme of your school report card? And I would say this is probably one of the most cliched comments that you get from a teacher. Everyone seemed to have caught this at one time or another.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it you know, needs to apply themselves, could try harder. Something in
0: that zone. Something in that zone, but it's more specifically about. What if I said that he distracts others? What oh, okay. would well, we'll complete that sentence? Distracts others and. You never got this comment? Um, I used to get yeah. this all the time. No. Distracts others and is okay, easy- tell me. Distracts others and is easily distracted. You never got that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I never did. Hey, podcast mic, just don't pop back on for a second. Did you ever get the school report yeah. comment, uh, distracts others and is easily distracted? You did. So Will's the other oh, good, because I thought I was going crazy thinking that's a teacher cliche, but you got it too? Yeah, okay. Yeah, good, good. Well, okay, that's Okay, well, I just didn't know. That's not not the life that I've lived. No, no, sorry, I wasn't mad at you. I know I raised my voice. You did.
1: You made <laughs> I wasn't me feel mad bad. You, I like was just I more like, spent I my childhood to... distracting others and myself. I applied myself. No, to I that just, education. M- I, w-
0: I just, I just had a moment yeah. of like, oh shit, like maybe that was just me. I thought it happened to everyone, and, and Mike just confirmed that. So, and, and and Jake, me and Jake and Mike, three peas in the pod. You, on the other hand, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Real outsider. Okay, what uh, – did you have a part-time job while you were still at school? Hmm, interesting. So give me an answer and – Yeah, okay. So I'm going to say yes. Yes, he did. Yes, okay, correct. Good. Um, and then what was the job? What was the job? I'll, I'll give you a hint. He worked for a fast food chain. Just give me the fast okay. food chain. Okay, yeah, all
1: right. So, <sighs> okay, so he's Bayside. Like, it could yep. be something that's like, you know, like he could be – like, I mean – if he worked at a subway and we all know that if he worked at the Seaford subway the only place the St Kilda football club can get takeaway food and they still didn't draft him then you're St killing me ah, but can you imagine that <laughs> he was a sandwich artist he literally met all of them like as a kid
0: yeah and the thing is when you ask him for a foot long. <laughs> You really you make goes, him feel bad. Goes,
1: oh, no, it's, it's all right. I can work an extra three inches out of it. Just give me a minute. I'll put it back in the oven. Um, I'm going to say it's one of the big, big ones. So I'm going to say mm. I'm just going to say McDonald's.
0: KFC. Ah. He was a cook at KFC. Um, okay. Which player at Melbourne is the best storyteller? Mm. Okay. Um, I mean initials it... JM. Okay. Um, uh... Uh, if if um if my clue is, if you gave me fake milk, oh great, oh, okay, good, yep or, or no, if you <laughs> set up like a like a dairy business yes. and I found out that you were giving people fake milk, like yeah. it was just white water dyed white. Yeah, I might yell this out to alert people to the fact that this is a con. I might say this is a. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> i might say this is a this is a a milksham <laughs> jake melcham so literally
1: that was your clue <laughs> this is a milksham and i was meant to think melcham that was your clue it's the already not popular phrase this is a milksham. like i can understand if the thing you were saying was like a really easy to get phrase and then i'd be like oh yeah okay it's a milksham." therefore melcham we all know every week when we see him play we go oh my god isn't it hilarious how much his name sounds like milksham?" that popular phrase when, <laughs> when somebody when again it was someone serves phrase. us fake milk <laughs> like okay <all> right. <laughs> I didn't say
0: it was popular I said in the rare instance that someone <laughs> tries to sell you fake milk <laughs> you might yell this out <laughs> yeah uh, the uh, pocket profile clues are back people yeah, <laughs> for those who've been missing them they're back <laughs> they're yes. back in full force all right. Okay. This should be easy, I think. Who, Who is the best social outing organizer at your club? Now, I think you should <sighs> get this. I mean, is it obvious I think that you should say Max Gorn? Or are we talking like, uh, um, like, mm, is it. It's in that. It's not Max Gorn, but it's in that. Right. You're in that. The You're in the right. You're in that, the, the right. The, the, okay. It's the top so echelon, I think, The top tier. I think. Uh, what are we talking about here? What are we organizing? Like you've got to give me a vibe of what's being organized. It here. just says social outing organizer, but I, my clue to okay. you, well, would Christian be Petrarca, like, maybe.
1: Like, is it Christian correct. Petrarca Just I mean, because, yes. like, if you go into a nightclub or whatever, you just go like yeah, Petrarca's going to get the good table. Drink you card, can't card city, Petrarca. Yeah, yeah, exactly
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got the and he's also got the strut and you know the attitude. He's yeah. a future hall of famer. Like, so yes, Christian Petrarca. But the interesting part is he gives Christian a nickname. oh. Uh-huh that uh, is quite telling, if you ask me, that is not one of his common, you know, like the truck or the truck or whatever. His name is Mr. Insert Energy Drink. <laughs> so,
1: hang on. so
0: So Mr.
1: Like, like, are you saying like Mr. Red Bull or Mr. Monster or Mr. like?
0: You I'm know, saying precisely Mr. Red Bull. Jake Bowie refers to Christian Petrarca as Mr. Red Bull which just opens up a whole new series of questions. I would love to just like, just shut down this pocket profile, get Jake on the phone and go, why is Christian Petrarca known as Is Mr. it red because
1: Bull? he is like Red Bull? Like, you know, in that he injects
0: oh, like a red,
1: or is it because he's on the vodka Red Bulls? Like, is it just like he's getting I, to I the I of vodka. That, mm, yeah.
0: I reckon Christian Petrarca would probably party like he plays football. Yeah. You know how he's just explosive out of the pack and you just can't stop him. I reckon Christian Petrarca would probably line up quite a few shots at the start of the night and just charge onto the dance floor and just cut loose. I reckon that's why he's Mr. Red Bull. But I would love at some point if we can... If we can trick a Melbourne player into coming onto the show, I reckon that's the gotcha question we bring out. We just ask them who's Mr. Red Bull and why.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, and is that an official sponsorship? Like, should he be getting Red Bull on board? Like, I mean, I imagine if he's already Mr. Red Bull, wouldn't Red Bull want to like, I mean, he feels very on brand for Red Bull. If you think about all the like sports experiences that they go with. Extreme. Like, they're always like fast and extreme and like, you know, like power sports and all these sort of things. Like, I imagine Christian Petrarca would be their perfect AFL
0: athlete. Do you think that it's more also to do with because I remember when he was getting drafted and stuff, Mm. like, he had the kind of hyper personality, like, couldn't sit still. You know, it was just always had a ball in his hand, you know, it was fidgety and stuff like that. Do you think there's an element of that? It's like, oh, you know, he's yeah. he's the human energy drink.
1: Yeah, they originally called him Mr. Crystal Meth, but then they realised, no, 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 it's fine. It's just Red Bull.
0: Um, okay. okay, so who is the most tech savvy
1: of his teammates? Okay, interesting. Um, you'd imagine it would be one of the younger guys. Like, I'm not going to go with one of your older players. I'm going to say it's got to be one of your sort of younger... Um hmm mm-hmm. what about could it be I mean they're all young aren't
0: they the, the the demons it's actually the most boring generic name okay player at it's it's no milksham it's the most common like a very common Irish surname or even Scottish, I'd say Smith do they have a smith mc- mcsmith Mac, Mac, Tom, tom tom, 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 Mac, tom mcDonald Tom mcDonald, tom McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're into the third quarter. Okay. Will halftime? I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't feel like that was
1: good for me. It was good clues, great fun, play. But
0: like, really, you know what I think you did? Yeah, is you? I think you. What do they say? You know, when you um, you basically weathered the onslaught. I think the questions were coming hard and fast. You're getting thrown by Milk Sham and Mr Red Bull and stuff. <laughs> but I think, I think you. I think you held firm. I think you okay. stood up All under right. a lot of intense pressure. Repeat entries mm. and you stood up. It
1: felt like you were
0: playing and Chaos. Well, this is the pre- no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a surge, surge football, surge questioning. Okay. Which teammate should run for political office in the future? Mm. Interesting. And my clue is Will, which teammate should run for political office? Which teammate?
1: So you're saying this person witch. might be a witch? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> There's someone That's down the there. That's the clue. Um, I'm going to say then Ben Brown because he looks like a witch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is no milk sham. This is actually a good clue. Just think about it. Um, were there, okay, in the history of um, witch hunters,
1: oh, what's the most famous? What are, okay, yeah, Salem. Christian Salem. Yes. Yeah,
0: Christian Salem. Good.
1: That's actually a good um, clue. Okay. You, you're right. As soon as I got my bearings no, no. on that clue, that was a good clue.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, as you've stated in the past, sometimes it's only once you get yeah. the answer that you realize how good my clue Correct. was.
1: <laughs> I still stand by the fact <laughs> that milksham was not a good clue. <laughs> <laughs> How does he rate his
0: cooking from one to five?
1: Oh, interesting. Um, He lives at home with mum still, so he doesn't do a lot of cooking. So, one.
0: Solid three. Oh, okay. Uh, What's his best dish? Um, Pretty standard. Like when people are talking about your most stock standard, this is a... a, Um, Spaghetti uh, bolognese? No, like, you know, when people are describing something as being, you know, no frills, I'll say it's real... Uh, meat and potatoes I mean for a guy who wants to get an extra three inches I think it's appropriate <laughs>
1: to get some, some meat, and, meat some potatoes. and potatoes
0: what was his worst ever cooking disaster he injured himself with a uh, a kitchen utensil it took three inches off <laughs> <laughs> he grated his finger um okay is uh jake bowie does he prefer golf or tennis Mm, interesting um i'm gonna say golf yes you're right has he ever used dr google to diagnose an injury or an illness Mm, interesting um i don't know how common like
1: using dr google is i assume that like because if you're a professional athlete you're at like a club where there's Surrounded like by doctors. doctors that you can ask all the time. The idea that you would go online no. and Google yourself. <clears throat> He's at home with mum. Like,
0: yeah. no, I'm going to say no. He's never done it. No, he definitely has. Oh. Can Jake Bowie keep a secret? Yes. Definitely. He's very emphatic on that. And what's his idea of a perfect day? Now, I'll give you a clue. Mm. His perfect day involves a common football club activity, some would say requirement, followed by a meal at a fast food chain, <laughs> accompanied by a soft drink. <laughs> so fill in those blanks.
1: Um, so something you do at a football so, club. So like go for a run or like exercise or um, Yeah, not or even that
0: specific, just training. He likes to go to training. Oh, training. Okay, training. Okay, so the place he likes to eat at is not one of your big five fast food restaurants. Okay, it's not KFC.
1: He has has not remained loyal to the KFC brand.
0: No, but it is ethnically specific. It is still fast food and takeaway and a chain, Mm -hmm. a franchise, but it's specific to a country and it's a specific ethnicity of food that is pretty well designed for takeaway. There's a lot of, you know... It's not just. Like, it's not like Japanese or Italian or something. This is like a you know, food you can eat hungover and, mm. or it can also be fancy. But you know, okay, street so like food, Thai a lot of or like Vietnamese mm, or like no, something but, like but no, but think of the. This is a chain that you would see in every like food court or. Oh, okay, so like um, uh, one of the Mexican chains.
1: What about a Mexican yes. chain? Like he goes to. Yeah, which one? Um, Guzman will Gomez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Guzman y Gomez. And what does he drink with the what's he guzzling down with his Guzman and Gomez? Um
1: a soft drink. Um so yeah. is it like an like an actual soft drink? Like so it's like a coke or yeah. Pepsi or like something like that. Yeah, it's that. a coke, like, exactly.
0: Yeah. I'll put you out of your misery. It's a coke, it's exactly a coke. Good third quarter, Will. We're okay. coming up to the last quarter now. That was great. I think this is you got a real chance to come home strong. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six questions here. If you okay. get three of these right, you win. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. All right, great. What is what is something you are proud of? Now, my clue is, think back to the very start of this when I gave you a quick rundown on who Jake Bowie is mm-hmm. and what he'd done to this date and why it wasn't killing me. What's the proudest thing he's done? Um, I mean...
1: Plays first day It has AFL Nothing game? to do with
0: his dick. <laughs> no, <laughs> is it on. plays
1: first AFL game?
0: No, no. Well, oh, I mean, it could have been his first He's a Winner, winner, premiership. Yeah, he won a premiership. Yeah. Uh, what's his biggest fear? Uh, interesting. And and this um, is it's it's actually, it's more of a courtesy thing. He uh, he has a fear of being discourteous. This is people who are courteous do not do this.
1: Forgetting people's names. He doesn't, he fear of forgetting people's names. He doesn't
0: like being late.
1: Doesn't oh, like being late. Okay. All right. Zero from two. All right. So far,
0: one, so to be honest. Yeah. No, no. I've given you the first one. You've got one. You've got to get two more. Okay. If you could play an instrument, what would it be? <laughs> the skin flute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the like organ? Be three inches longer than it is. That's all I need. Is. Um, he would like to play the guitar.
0: No, the piano. Oh, oh gee, I'm getting no. very nervous. Well, there's only, all right. and I'm all, I'm especially nervous because I said there's six questions. There's actually only five. Oh no! <laughs> so, <yeah>. Okay, <laughs> so I've got two more. You only have to get one more. Okay. you only have to get one more. I'll let yeah. you. I'll let you just guess one more. All right. Um, so two questions to go. You get one of these next two questions, I'm going to give you the win. Okay. What TV series are you binge watching? Oh, okay. Now. It's a Disney Plus series. Okay. He claims it's a Marvel series, but he's wrong. He's mixed up his um, entertainment behemoths. It's not Marvel, but it is another enormous franchise, pop culture franchise, and it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I believe podcast Mike is a fan of this show. In fact, on our other podcast, ToeFop, he's even worn a T-shirt that references this show. The Mandalorian? The Mandalorian! Yes! Oh, fantastic. That's the winning shot. Now this is just, this is party time. And you'll definitely get this one. What is the best movie of all time? It's a fucking gimme. This is a handball in the goal square. Best movie of all time. He's a footballer, Will.
1: Will Well, is it Shawshank? It's Shawshank. Of course, it's bloody <laughs> of Shawshank Redemption. Well, I mean, these days, like, he's a, a player of a younger generation, but his dad was a footballer. So, of course, yeah. like, it would have it's been his dad's blood. favorite movie, and that's why it's <laughs> his favorite movie. <laughs>
0: Uh, will, if you want to get in contact with us, you can yes. at 2Guys1Cup AFL Thanks. on Twitter and Instagram. I will. So if people want to reach out, they can. Uh, we've got a few questions here. People want to talk about okay. the action on the weekend. Um, this is from Cassie saying, now that Carlton are good at football, do you think it confirms the rumour about the curse that was placed on John Elliott? So I'm not sure if you know this, but rapper Briggs, apparently he's auntie. Put a curse on Carlton in the late 90s, which has endured to this day. So Cassie's saying, if that curse is true, do you think we could uh, get Briggs's auntie to place the curse on a younger Carlton player? Because originally, apparently, the curse was on John Elliott, but she's saying maybe we need to go for someone younger, like a Silvani or 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 someone like that. I don't want a curse. Here's the thing I don't want Carlton to be good, but I don't dislike any of their players. I like Jack Silvani, I I like Patrick Cripps. they don't have a figure like John Elliot that that you know is an easily hissable villain. They've got Tom Elliot. Can't you just oh, pass yeah, okay. it down the family line?
1: <laughs> yeah, Does, is he on the board to come? Probably, I imagine. Right, like just put the curse on Tom Elliot. It should be like father son. Like yeah, okay. you get the father son curse as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, JD wants to know what's your opinion of Bucks been in the media and commentating this year I'm loving the insights yeah I like Bucks in the media I think he's good I think he's a he is a such an eloquent and insightful um, he's like the opposite of this podcast he's intelligent he's insightful he knows a lot about the game
1: yeah absolutely like there's I, I like him in the media I mean, it's one of those ones where I'm just like, maybe just for Bucks. Like, he seems like he's having fun. He's doing like comedy bits and like having a good time. And like, he's yeah gone into the jungle and done all those sort of things. Like, maybe we just let Bucks have fun now. Like, yeah. yeah, Bucks has given us enough and it just wasn't good for him, you know? It, it yeah. turned him into a person that like, he, he doesn't need to be. He can be fun and still be insightful and interesting and talk about the game and... Yeah, maybe he's just better talking about the game than he
0: is coaching the game. Will Max uh, Scott says, Will Max King kick more goals for the Saints than Lockett did? Uh, I would like to know how many. I don't think so. I mean, plug a, I think it was almost 800 goals or something by the time he left the Saints. So it would take yeah. a fair effort for Max to get there.
1: I mean, how um, many do you think that Max King will kick at Sydney, I guess is the big question, so that you know how many <laughs>
0: at St Kilda and how many at Sydney.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, can you guys come up with a disappointing or Richmondy-style name for Port Adelaide, please? You just think Killing Me seems to work, and Port really need it. What would it be? Um, Powers off. Low power. Powers off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> power failure. Yeah. Um, Port unpowerful. Hey did you uh, did you guys notice the amount of clubs that use the same April Fools joke? Yes, I did. so I'm not sure if you saw this will, but no. Um, did not Matthew say. Richardson said he's coming back to play for the Tigers. Shane Mumford said he's coming back to play. For the Giants, there's like four or five clubs that did the same joke. Oh, this guy that's been retired for ages, we're going to bring him back in the mid-season draft. Yeah, but
1: the Mumford Mumford one's like,
0: could be true.
1: That's the one that that got me.
0: (laughs) That one got me to the point where I actually bookmarked it to talk about it on the show today. And then I was like, let me just check the date of when that article came out. 12.01, Uh,
1: mate. That was after midday. They're bringing him back. uh,
0: On that topic, Alicia wants to know, surely West Coast should bring the Frenchman back. Well, I mean... If there was a time of greater need, I I don't know what it would be, but I would love, even if it's just for a game, wouldn't you love to see the little Frenchman just back for one game? Well, I just think if West Coast are going to lose these games, like, yeah,
1: it's good to get some waffle players and have them sort of be heroic or whatever, but isn't it even better to get, like, Ben Cousins and Mark Lacroix back for a couple of games? Like, isn't that more interesting
0: (laughs) for Eagles fans? Yeah, you'd think so. Uh, Jared says, now that you're on the listener app, I can't listen because I live outside of Australia. They won't let me. So now I can't listen at all? Question mark. No, no Jared, you can. The good news is you can still listen. The uh, complication is that you need a VPN. So um, I believe there are free VPNs out there. I've noticed in the in the chat on um, our Twitter page and stuff that people have been sharing info. So if you have a bit of a, a sniff around there or the Two Guys, One Cup Facebook page, people are sharing free VPN sites. Otherwise, I think it's only like 100 bucks or something and... You can download a VPN. It not only protects your computer, but you can you can get uh, two guys one cup on the listener app, or you can go to the website um, and listen that way. Uh, Cameron wants to know. In the spirit of Saint Killing Me, I'm a North fan. Are we getting shin boned or kangarooed? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. What do you say, shin boned or kangarooed?
1: Oh, I mean both right I think both. at the moment they're being both shin boned
0: and kangarooted you've been spit roasted yeah. basically
1: alright that's a good appointment. point as any the <laughs> of course it is yeah why not
0: <laughs> like I said you can follow us at 2 guys one Cup AFL on Twitter and Instagram you can also go to tofop.com to check out some of our other podcasts we do one like this called Tofop, but slightly less football, Chuck. Or slightly more, depending on how you look at it. Uh, we also do another one called Fofop, which is kind of like this, where Will and I chat to guests and uh, comedian Dave Anthony is on this week, chatting to Will about all things, well, all things terrible, right? Mm. All things terrible, but it's a fun episode. <laughs> uh, but we are on the Listener app exclusively from now on. Uh, like we said to that listener before, if you are overseas and you still want to follow the show, you can. You just need to download a VPN. For the rest of you, just download the Listener app, search to Guys One Cup, and it is all Free baby, but for now, play on not fifteen. Bo
1: We are
0: two guys
1: one car! Listener.